0: hi everyone welcome to forbidden fridays i am holly your host of the podcast where every friday i'm joined by special guests to talk about taboo topics that people face in society the aim of this podcast is basically to talk about all these different issues to make them easier to talk about and easier to reach out if you ever need help If this is your thing, then make sure you subscribe, make sure you share the episode, make sure you leave a review. And yeah, thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoy. So, on this episode, I am joined by Chloe and Neve. So, Chloe and Neve are both University of Leeds students. They used to be ambassadors for an organisation called Our Streets Now and they are looking to set up a society at university that aid to tackle public sexual harassment. Speaking from my own experiences, public sexual harassment has always been something that I've suffered. Um in my little town that i used to live in it was always kind of there you'd always get looks you'd always get wolf whistles you'd always get creepy people um doing creepy things (laughs) um and then moving to a big city for university it was it was such a reality check it Just happened so much more, and it made going out scary. It meant that I couldn't go to the shops when I wanted to go to the shops. I couldn't go out with friends because I was worried about how I'd get home, especially if it was dark, especially in the winter autumn time. Um, and that just shouldn't be an issue for us girls. It was, it can be such a scary time for us. And basically, getting Chloe and Neve on this podcast to talk about all of our experiences and why it's not okay, what we can do. Um, There's not a lot that we can do as victims, but how we can change this kind of behavior through education and just anything that we can do to help and where you can seek help if you have been a victim of public sexual harassment, we basically just discuss all different avenues and just have a chat about how shit it is to be a woman sometimes so um, there is a trigger warning Um, there is obviously talk about sexual assault and rape so if this episode is not for you feel free to click off I completely understand Um, if you're looking to learn more, if you're looking to relate to us then just make sure you show support and share this episode. You never know who might need it. Um, But thanks so much for listening. It's a bit more of a serious one, this one, but I still hope that um, you enjoy and we've shared all the relevant information. Feel free to DM me on Instagram if you ever need anything. I'm always going to listen. And yeah, I hope you enjoy the episode. So hi guys and welcome back to the Forbidden Fridays podcast. Today I'm joined with two guests. Would you both like to introduce yourselves, um, your name, what you're studying at uni, or what you like
1: doing in your spare time? So my name is Chloe. I'm from London. This is my going into second year at Leeds University mm-hmm. and I'm doing media and communications. And I met Neve here through our streets now.
2: Yeah, um, I'm Neve. I am also in second year, and I came from a really small town, um, and I'm doing English and music um, at University of Leeds, yeah.
0: Amazing, Um, so you guys mentioned that you was part of an organisation called Our Streets Now, would you just like to tell us a bit about the organisation?
2: Yeah, so um, Our Streets Now is an organization that combats public sexual harassment. So they've recently um, managed to get, get the cogs turning on setting up a law that makes public sexual harassment illegal in the UK, which isn't something that was in place before. And um, yeah, they just work with lots of organizations to promote um, uh, combating public sexual harassment.
0: Yeah, amazing. What made you guys want to be a part of something like that?
1: Um, So I followed them kind of since they started. It was two sisters that started it. And obviously growing up in London, um, public sexual harassment was just such an everyday occurrence that was really normalised in my life. And then I kind of started seeing their posts and it really opened my eyes to the fact that it's not normal and it shouldn't be. And I really wanted to get involved and try and change things.
2: Yeah, it was like kind of the same for me. I'd followed them for a while. um, And then after the Sarah Everard case and everything happened with that, and obviously there was such a big explosion on social media with a lot of people um, kind of advocating for change. And it kind of made me go, I actually need to do something that's going to make a difference rather than just sharing the story on Instagram just with my followers. I need to actually take action and do something about it rather than just posting a few times when something happens and then kind of letting it just disappear again.
0: Yeah, I feel like a lot of people will relate to you in that sense. I feel like it was definitely an issue before, but the Sarah Everard case is a huge turning point for people our age women around the world um I was speaking to a lovely girl who's also a podcaster in the US and it was huge there as well which just speaks volumes about how big this issue is um you guys said you're also starting off a society as well at the University of Leeds what will
2: that entail well um it's in the very early stages we've submitted the um like draft for our ideas with the society. We're just waiting for it to be approved now. Um, What we're hoping with it is when we're with our streets now, um, it's quite a broad topic. It's public sexual harassment, very, it focuses on the public side. So we found it quite hard to work with the university in that because they're obviously going to be more focused on the university and the students at the university. Um, So we wanted to make it something a bit more personal and we felt like there wasn't anything in uni of Leeds currently that is specifically about sexual harassment and assault. And we wanted to get something in place that's a safe space for survivors. I mean, we can't we can't give advice. We're not qualified for that, but just a place where they know they can go and we can point them in the right direction and be a support system. Yeah, and I feel like that's what a lot of people need, especially
0: moving to university. I did notice that there's not really anything that touches upon that. We have a lot of amazing societies that work with different charities, um, but for such a big issue, I would have thought it would have already been done. Um, I was speaking to someone who runs an organisation called Say It Loud. I'm not sure if you've heard about them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she basically does kind of a similar thing. Um, it's all through Instagram. She has a blog as well and a website. And they're not qualified. They're just there to listen. That's simply their job. And yeah. sometimes that's all people need is just someone to listen because it might be difficult to talk to someone who's a family member. It might be difficult to talk to a friend. Um, it's not the most comfortable topic to talk about. And that's like exactly the reason I do these podcasts because the more we talk about it, the better. Um and so yeah, I definitely think it's very, very important and very good that you are doing that. Um, like I said to you guys before, I came from a tiny little town and moved to Leeds. Um, it's something that as women you're always gonna suffer from. It's always gonna happen. Well, hopefully it always won't happen, but it has done in the past. Um, mm. but moving to a city is was a very like big deal for me. Um, yeah, yeah everything yeah. changed a lot and it did kind of show how more common it is. Um, do you guys want to talk about your experiences? Like, I know Chloe, you said you came from London. Um,
1: has that changed much? Do you experience anything differently here? Um, I guess it's kind of like moving to a new city. You always have like your safe areas that you walk through and you know kind of the areas to avoid and all of that. And then moving to a new area, especially. I mean you're lacking the support network that you would have had at home and you're still figuring out where it's okay for you to walk alone especially at night Mm -hmm. and I think the university just kind of gave you the little safety leaflet that just implied that you shouldn't go out alone at night but Mm -hmm. it's kind of unavoidable especially during freshers like Oh, you no. can't completely eliminate going out alone at night
0: yeah it's unfair to kind of put it on us as well being like you can't go out alone yeah you're definitely. Not safe. Like it's, it's kind of like a very subtle sense of victim blaming um yeah especially mm-hmm. you said in freshers week you're at a new university you want to have like use these new opportunities you want to go out you want to have fun um i have a job at the minute which means i work until nine o'clock when it's getting to winter it's not going to be great walking home I know the university do do some things like a night bus for example where it costs a pound they could take you to your house the union but things like that are just so limited is there anything else you guys think the uni could do to just make it a safer
2: space for young women in a new place um I think like first off they need to address that sexual assault does happen I think it's all like no one really likes to talk about it and they need to say outright because if you you come from like I came from a small town too and you know it happens but Mm -hmm. in a small town it doesn't happen as much and it is just like you don't you don't you've never experienced it you've never heard lots of stories you know it happens but you don't know how frequently it happens and it happens a lot more than you think it's going to and I think like just from the start uni should be saying like it does happen like no one wants it to happen but it does and instead of just saying like don't go out in the dark give actual advice provide resources for support tell them like tell students where they need to go if anything happens because from our experience we've had to look into like what processes they have in place and they never provide you with information about it i think they should say this is where you go on the leads uni website to find like how to report anything who you can speak to other charities like it should they have the information but they don't it's not very promote accessible it. yeah. yeah they don't they don't say that it's there and I think they should
1: <laughs> if they yeah. made it clear as well if something did happen you would have that in your mind where to go because mm. if you're in that vulnerable state like trying to search through the uni website Mm. is not exactly what you want to be doing
0: no exactly and do you think there's a lot you can do for I don't want to say people such as like predators people who I feel like a lot of it comes from education is there a lot that we could do to educate not just the victims because again there's it's it's so difficult because there's only so much We as women can do, but the problem doesn't lie with us. Do you think there's anything we can do to educate the other side of it and to make people know that it's not okay to? It it, sometimes it can be innocent. Sometimes it can be a group of boys whistling at some girls and not meaning to make Mm. them scared. Sometimes it can be things like that, and a lot of uni students do do that, and it's happened before when you're in clubs. people don't like it when they touch you and some people mm-hmm. don't know that um so do you think there's a lot we could do to kind of like educate that side of the
1: issue um yeah I think education is definitely mm-hmm. the key element mm-hmm. um yeah. if our society does kind yeah. of happen yeah totally. <laughs> um, <hopefully. laughs> we'd like to do consent workshops and yeah. teach people to be active by standards um yeah. Just because if something is happening to you and no one around you is helping you or doing anything, it is very isolating. And I think a lot of people just aren't aware what equals sexual assault or sexual harassment mm. and that it's not right and that they should call people out if they are acting <laughs> that way. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I am um, what
0: another issue that presents itself with um making sexual assault sexual harassment violence um, in public illegal is that how a lot of people have said things such as wolf whistling things such as because so walking past someone looking at them in a certain way making them feel uncomfortable touching anything like that how can that be policed is one of the big issues do you guys have any opinions on that
1: yeah <laughs> i mean it's it <laughs> a tricky one isn't it difficult yeah to police it. i think it's more kind of the idea that if it's made illegal, people might be more aware of it and less likely to, you know, if, if they've seen it on
2: the news, they might think again before they call someone Mm. on the street. Yeah. Yeah. I think that also like just stems back to education about Mm. it. I mean, even from secondary school, I think, and that is something that Our Streets Now is working on. um, But, you just you don't hear anything about like what is sexual harassment, and you it's so normalized like and from a young age, boys and girls alike should be educated to know that certain things are just not okay yeah it's it just it's not tolerated, and they should be told that if they behave in that way, they will face consequences and I think that that's really important. But there's also only so much you can do from our perspective. Like as much as we want change, it has to come from higher up. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it and has it to be some, a like up. national changes.
1: It needs to be systemic changes. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, exactly. I was speaking to someone, um, I'm actually part of the Sex Pressure Society at the Indie of Leeds. So like going in schools teaching people about sex education and I was actually quite shocked at how inclusive and how up-to-date the training process was where we spoke about consent and things and I was speaking to another girl and she said even doing because obviously there's only so much you can teach younger age groups even doing non-sexual consent workshops with them saying Mm. um I don't know don't touch this ball if it's someone else's or don't touch this toy or something yeah. like teaching them consent through that like gets into their head that you need it's, it's applicable to every situation in life then and, and yeah. do you learn it from it? Yeah. even like simple simple things like that could really help contribute to make this less of a problem um it's obviously a huge problem and like you said it needs to be coming from both sides it needs to be systematic changes and hopefully it'll be a very slow process but hopefully it'll be getting better And like you did say before as well um it needs to be shouted about more I've never heard the uni once speak about anything yeah, like that yeah. so much I remember first year. I'm not sure if you guys remember there was a lot that happened um around heading the area there was a lot even student accommodations with security guards and things like that and that as a student in first year that's just moved to like a new uni a new city that is like the worst thing you could hear as a female student and honestly I it like stopped me from going out like I'd never want to go out like I wouldn't be able to go out my friend I never wanted to get an uber home by myself I never wanted to like walk anywhere by myself and it could just, it's just not fun to think about. But I never once heard one institution, one university say a word about it or try and raise awareness, which I didn't think was great.
2: Yeah, exactly, that's the thing. And even um, in like the accommodation inductions and stuff, Mm -hmm. they'd say like, to keep yourself safe, don't go out in the dark or whatever, but they wouldn't explicitly say like, because you could get assaulted it they kind of like focus on just crime in general like you could get robbed you could get like hurt by someone it's yeah there's never is people are just too scared yeah. i think to talk about it it is it's just ridiculous it really is because the only thing that does is make people more unsafe mm. yeah exactly.
1: the, more about, the more people are likely to report uh, or open up about it
2: yeah
0: yeah exactly the more the less like this is literally the whole reason of my whole podcast I talk about all different sorts of things like this is because the the less you talk about it like the more of an issue it's going to be things like this need to be normalized like it does happen that's the end of it it happens yeah um it's going to happen and it's just knowing how to deal with it the best ways to deal with it who to go to um, and just knowing that you have support there is just mm-hmm. the most we can do at the minute um, yeah. and if you don't talk about it and if you're just so I know some of my friends are just so so like I can't I can't think of a word just immune to the fact that things like this yeah. mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
0: um, unaware that this is the real world and as you come to a new place a new city as like a young adult a young female you've got to know how to deal with these sorts of things
1: yeah and I think it's definitely pushed under the carpet a lot yeah like people are a bit hesitant to open up about it as yeah. well like with the whole victim blaming thing yeah um but I know what is it everyone's invited they released mm. all the statements and Leeds was really mentioned a lot in that mm. and I don't I don't think they issued any kind of no they
2: didn't even issue a response yeah. or anything.
1: It is really like ignoring the
2: problem. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was quite surprised as well by the amount of people that don't want to like advocate for things Mm -hmm. or speak up because they're just, they don't want to be seen as like a feminist. Yeah. Like that's got a bad name in itself. Like it's just a word, but there's so many like negative connotations to that. And it's, and yeah, like when we were setting up the society, we wanted signatures from people Mm -hmm. and like, you ask people and they're like well like I understand what you're doing and like it's a good cause but I just don't really want to be involved and it's like how can you not want to be involved Mm -hmm. this is like this affects everyone yeah it's it's just baffling exactly
0: I am My brother always winds me up about being such an angry feminist with having a platform like this as <laughs> well. Um, I don't take offense to it um, anymore, but it, it has got such a horrible, like, if you're a feminist, like, whoa, yeah. you're pro- It's like, we're not, bad, like, whoa, I me for myself. I'm not a <laughs> feminist. I don't want everyone to be yeah. like, so many yeah, in the world. Yeah, like, I'm not like that. I, I understand we've come a long way and we are getting really, really close to equal rights. My feminism more, co- more so comes from issues like this. Men, mm. and I remember speaking to a colleague yesterday. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go for a walk this evening. I was like, I can't even walk home without being yeah. Like, that's unfair, and I that's where my feminism comes from. Um, I just want it to be as easy as that. I want to be able to go nip to the shop at 11 o'clock at night because I want some chocolate. I can't do things like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the thing and it changes like it's the little things in life as well that it really really does affect I was Ooh. trying to explain my boyfriend's like a brick wall he's not very <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, he's so clever just not socially and I was trying to explain like how difficult it can be to do certain things and how like when a man looks at you a certain way or how just anything about sexual assault and he just didn't really understand the fact that men don't understand as well like you said it's an issue for everyone it affects yeah. everyone um so I feel like it's just as important to educate men about yeah. what women go through as women old people young people obviously societies of changing it's not acceptable to do things that maybe the older generation might have thought it was acceptable to do
1: so yeah. I feel like men are, they're half the population, like, you can't yeah. get anything yeah. done without yeah. their support.
2: Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. exactly. So do as much as you can, but if, if they're not behind yeah. you, then yeah. it's just, like, pointless. Yeah. But,
0: yeah, exactly. And even with men, like, they're so, like, oh, yeah, I, I can't be a feminist because I'm a man. Like, that's oh, no. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, no, <laughs> it's not true.
1: <laughs> it's It's not like like, oh feminine like what is it feminazi like don't shave their armpits like Mm. burn their bras just like hate all men like it's such a stereotypical like archaic idea
0: Yeah. And the thing is, there is a few women like that. I remember studying yeah. sociology mm-hmm. and A-level and radical feminism just absolutely baffled me because mm-hmm. like we literally couldn't live without men. Uh, <laughs> send them to a different country. they like. yeah. <laughs> literally, I remember studying about like camps of just women where like it, they all used to just be lesbians and like get sperm from men and just repopulate. And it was just so bizarre to me. Like the, <laughs> that's what all men think. And
2: that's, yeah, like that's, that's what they see is just like the radical feminist mm. who hates all men and wants to burn them to the ground and <laughs> yeah. rise up in feminist like elitism it's just like it's not what it is at all it's
1: literally just but, equality <laughs> that's yeah,
0: not that difficult yeah. men and women being yeah. able to do the same things being yeah. paid the same amount being able to just be as happy as each other because we're all equal and um we have like I said come a long way and I do appreciate that and mm. we are very lucky uh, well I say lucky it should have been like that from day one but yeah we have come a long way but there's still quite a trek to go yeah there's
2: a lot more to be done
0: yeah there's yeah. a lot more to be done so do you what plans specifically do you guys have for your society what what do you envision um do you want like ambassadors? How are you going to plan on spreading the word? What's going to be like your whole process? Have you figured that out yet? Or
1: um, I mean, we have a rough idea. Mm. Definitely like, I guess, recruit more members kind mm. of campaign throughout the uni just so it's less of a taboo yeah. subject. So people are more aware about it,
2: more likely to share their experiences. I think that's kind of the main yeah element. Mm-hmm. yeah we went for we were torn between like the category of well-being um mm. and political and com- campaigning right. um because as much as it is kind of we want it to be this support and awareness and whatever and uh the previous well-being officer Sophia she had done a lot mm. so we thought we could kind of like carry on from what she's put in place but we also Really wanted to be able to kind of do our own research as well into statistics in leads, especially with like minority groups mm. as well. Yeah, because there's a lot that just isn't researched at all, like, you just cannot find statistics on it because yeah. people just haven't looked into it enough.
0: Yeah, and so, even um, sorry
2: to interrupt. Even no, no,
0: I'm not upset. You made a really good point. Um, we're talking about this gen gen generally sorry we're talking about this generally i did an episode about some statistics just in like the uk and the us and even the population of minority groups such as um black people or disabled people the amount that it affects them more compared to being like mm. a white woman is very shocking and I never even like naively I never even thought about that I never even thought about what disabled women go through what ethnic minority women go through and that's like a whole other level of harassment that they face and I don't think that's spoken about enough because like as a white woman you can just be so naive to everything else like that like I'm just talking generally but that's Mm. even a bigger issue in itself and that's again not spoken about enough
1: yeah I definitely realized that recently because I was reading the book white feminism and they didn't really discuss how like sexual harassment is already bad enough never mind if you put racial harassment on top of Mm. that or like ableism like and yeah. I never considered that I was so in like my own bubble just yeah. oh street harassment is so bad for me I didn't Same. consider how much it affects like minority yeah. groups
0: exactly even like ageism like children as young as five or older people you'd su- you'd be so surprised at the statistics of like older older women, um, like yeah. plus, because they're so vulnerable. It's like, yeah. it's an easy target. And specifically as well, like um, non-heterosexual women as mm. well, mm. like there's well, yeah. so many different categories. Yeah.
2: yeah, and I think that's another thing that you just find it so unbelievable that it's not progressed that much because it affects every single person. Mm-hmm every single woman even men as well yeah that that is one thing that I have found really challenging like just talking to like family members or just male friends where they just like they're so offended that women don't want to be sexually assaulted and harassed and like they feel attacked and like then they say oh well men get attacked too men get raped too men get assaulted too and it's like yeah that's the point like yeah if you said that to a woman they'd say oh that happens to us too let's do something about it Mm. but you say that to a a man and they just get defensive they just get really upset but that's I think that's another thing why we want to do like these consent classes and like bystander intervention because it's we want to include Boys and men in this too. We don't want to make it this really exclusive society where they feel like they're being targeted. Mm -hmm. Like, we want to work with like sporting societies and, yeah, and like get them involved and get them on board because it's not about bashing them and mm -hmm. accusing people and pointing fingers and saying this happens because of you. It's about creating a society and a community where everyone feels safe and everyone is informed and educated. To like progress just the uni students as a whole I think I think it's a really important kind of community to have
0: yeah no that's a great point because the more as well you turn it into an argument the more you start pointing fingers you're not Mm -hmm. going to get anywhere it needs to be inclusive like everyone needs to be involved and supportive Mm -hmm. and like helping to find solutions for issues like that and like you said we're not saying it doesn't happen to men like mainly on this episode we have been talking about women but we can only speak from our only from our personal experiences we are all women um and we're not saying it doesn't happen to men it definitely does we're just saying this is a huge issue
2: and Mm.
1: it needs to be solved that's all yeah
2: exactly yeah I guess
1: because it is like women are predominantly affected Mm. by it many if you do talk about it some people see it as like you're saying that it doesn't happen to men but it mm. does um I mean obviously they need to also be made aware of how to just make other people feel more safe like in public like say mm. it's at night and you're walking um there's a guy walking right behind you that's going to make you feel quite unsafe so yeah. just like encouraging like I've told my boyfriend like if you're walking behind the girl at night like cross to the other side of the yeah. road mm. because I mean he's like big tall guy bold, yeah. like he's gonna intimidate people yeah. even if he's like the friendliest guy you don't know that if he's yeah. walking behind you at night so it's yeah. just little things like that mm.
0: yeah exactly it's just little things I did have another point to um oh I was just about to say um a lot I've had it thrown at me a lot where um, trigger it I'm just gonna talk about rape. Um, women, obviously, well, it was a whole thing a few years ago that it was a law that women couldn't technically rape men um, to do with the wording of the law. Um, I'm a law student at the minute and it was like a whole thing in sixth form when we were studying about it. And so many men used to be like, well, women can't rape men. Well, they can legally now um it is they've changed the whole wording of the law because of like literal interpretation everything that like it it was just so difficult to prove that a woman could couldn't could rape a man but now it is like lawfully proven that women can so that has also been thrown at me a lot um as part of like the men women divide Mm -hmm. in when talking about sexual assault sexual violence anything like that um which obviously was a big stepping stone for something like that to change. Um, there's mm. obviously I'm pretty sure you guys won't agree with that law as well, um, the past law. Mm. Um, and that was such a big like anything I ever mentioned about sexual violence, sexual assault, they just throw that in your face as if it was like yeah,
2: yeah. which
0: it obviously does happen and it is a super big issue. Um, but yeah, that just reminded me about what we were talking about earlier.
2: Mm. Yeah, it is a frustrating because it's just like it's it's like this is a way of like kind of silencing Mm. people by just like throwing it back in their face and like we can all agree it happens and our opinions on it are valid we want it to change we want to feel safer yeah like so when someone just turns around and says like but this happens as well. And like, do you prioritize like your life over this person's life? And it's just like, well, no, it's just, it happens more to women. It's not like we're saying it doesn't happen to men, but it's so frustrating that that is their first go-to. Defensive. Yeah. it. Yeah. They're just on the defense straight away, which maybe is like to do with the past. Like when you first start a movement or like, radical feminists like they're just so angry they've put with it for so long Mm. and everything they did came from a place of anger which is fair enough I understand (laughs) but um it's also had this like negative effect because straight away people just feel like they're being accused yeah and they're they're just being defensive and it's like if, if you just listened I, I try to tell people like just read a few books yeah. on it and like just do your research and get informed and then if after you've done all that you still have the same opinion that is fair enough yeah but at least do a bit of research first than just throwing back in the face of someone who actually knows vaguely what they're talking about
1: yeah it's just not that hard to educate yourself no it's not it. all I the information's there
0: yeah yeah, it's really not that difficult pick up a few books I don't know even places like Instagram they have such educational yeah Yeah. it's so easy to like just like you said educate yourself it's not it's not difficult Um, people don't want to do it and exactly yeah like you said the more we educate ourselves the more other people educate themselves the easier it is going to be to like change society and Mm. to develop and make it a safer place for women and men um to, I don't know, walk around at night, go get the chocolate from the chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Simple, Simple things. Yeah. <laughs> Simple things. We're not, I don't think we're asking for a lot.
1: <laughs> no. no. No, she just no. let me walk down the road yeah. without getting child to <laughs> It's yeah. not that hard. Let
2: me not feel terrified when I leave the house. It's <laughs> just like it's it's just little a little
1: bit. Yeah. Like, let my keys be keys. Like I don't want to be yeah. in yeah. my fingers.
2: Like, yeah. <laughs>
0: so that's a wrap for this episode guys thank you so much for listening make sure to follow us on instagram and show some love at at forbidden fridays podcast and share the episodes if you can tell your friends about them it honestly means the world to me and yeah i hope you enjoyed have a lovely day bye